these are the questions so the i told you like in modern science and ma management we use all these uh, tools so kitab kutub binar the word itself does not specify the reason given like the reason is basically conquest of india so it's a victory so this word does not represent history the if that is the that is the key concept that is the core core issue why it was constructed then the word or the monument name should have been reflecting on that uh, key things a core thing so kutubuddin aibak was actually kutubuddin aibak there was a kutubud there is a person kutubuddin aibak he was basically a slave for the king gauri and uh, till 121206 mohammad gauri was uh, alive and he was assassinated in pakistan in 1206 so in 19 Uh, 19, uh, 90, 97, when uh, this uh, uh, building was supposed to have constructed, the king was Muhammad Gauri. So when the king or the emperor is alive, his slave name cannot be ascribed to a monument because the slave is owned by the emperor, and slave can't own any other monument. So obviously his name cannot be given. So Kutubuddin Aibak's name was not the reason for Kutub Binar. Now I will explain. how kutub minar was used for the for example in astronomy well for example if you really see on the right hand side i have shown this kutub minar and it is making a uh, a, a shadow welcome everybody so i want to uh, just give a small introduction because this talk has to be valuable um this comes from socrates who says uh, there are three tests this will tell uh, how whether the information is useful or not so i have uh, presenting this first test to see whether my talk is really useful or not so he says if it is not useful then there is no point in talking about it so i still i feel it is useful so i am talking okay so the, i have i have checked these three uh, tests for my presentation and uh, second thing is uh, although this is history i am coming from a science background so in science we uh, usually uh, if there is a doubt or if there is any question we validate it through modern science methodology and uh, this methodology is similar to what uh, sankhya philosophy says uh, so there is a test uh, of uh, pratyaksha anumana pramana all these things so i am little bit skip all these things because uh, the talk time uh, will not fit in explaining deep into all these things but my talk is basically based on this philosophy so i am challenging basically on this philosophy so the method is uh, anumana so there is a uh, doubt uh, on the questions of the uh, history of uh, kutub minar and i am using these uh, tools that is a uh, modern tools like uh, 6w when where why what which who so these questions has to be answered to see whether the uh, anumana or the doubt can be answered and i use shabda pramana like uh, i quote uh, whatever is already validated or is available uh, in uh, um, civil uh, public uh, space and that is shabda pramana and uh, if there is a question on shabda pramana itself like because i'm using that as a reference if there is a question on the reference i don't want to dwell into that right now because that becomes a separate topic okay so this is the existing version of the history this is uh, 
this is a board in the Kutub Binar complex. So this is what it reads. So in this, I have highlighted all the important words which I am challenging. So Kutub Binar is one of the most famous historical monument of India in the world. It is widely visited. It is located in Delhi in Kutub complex at Meheroli in South Delhi. It was constructed to celebrate the conquest of India. So the whole India is conquered. So that is why it was constructed. That is the basic reason. Then it says its construction was started in 1192 AD by Kutbuddin Aibak. And he constructs only the first story, first story of the building. And it was later completed by his successor, Shamsuddin Iltamush. And he built three floors. And in 1369, a lightning strike destroys the top story. So Firash Shah Tughlaq replaces the damaged story and added one more. So Kutub Binar is uh, right now a 73 meters, that is 239.5 feet tall, tapering tower of five stories with a 14.3 meter base diameter, reducing to 2.7 meters at the peak. It contains a spiral staircase of 379 steps at the foot of the tower is Kawatul Islam Mosque. It was built along with Kutub Binar. So Kutub Binar and this mosque was built together. Then, and that is the first mosque to be built in North India. Our, um, in South India, in, in Kerala, there was a mosque already. So in North India, this is the first mosque after Muslim conquest. So this is very important. Then Kutub complex was constructed by destroying 27 Hindu and Jain temples by Islamic invaders to obtain stone and raw material. So the Kutub Binar, the history says, it was the, the existing uh, buildings were demolished and then the same raw material is used to construct. So this is the existing story. I would like to challenge each of these words. So alternate hypothesis. So once I prove this is wrong, then what is, because we have Kutub Minar, we cannot deny that existence. Then we need to explain uh, all these questions. So I have an alternate hypothesis. So alternate hypothesis is Kutub Minar is a Digvijaya Stamba. And it was constructed, what it is, it is a Digvijaya Stamba. And it was constructed by legendary King Vikramaditya on the advice of uh, astronomer Varahamira at Indraprastha. So at that time it was called Indraprastha and the time is 57 BC on the occasion of declaration of Vikrama Samvatsara. So we have Vikram Samvatsara when it was, uh, uh, that, that is the occasion why it was constructed. And it is constructed to celebrate Vikramaditya, Digvijaya and unifying in India under Vedic Dharma rule as read earlier by Yudhishthira. So Vikramaditya again conquers the entire land and he replicates what was done earlier by Yudhishthira in Mahabharata time. So apart from Digvijaya, so this Digvijaya alone will not justify construction of such a monument. So it was basically why Varahamira was, uh, comes here because it was also, there is a dual purpose uh, and that purpose is uh, to be used as an astronomical ob observatory. And uh, so it's the progress of science and uh, they were uh, doing a lot of experiments on that. And that is the basis. So it was constructed for over a period of 15 years and the time is from 72 BC to 57 BC. So this is the alternate hypothesis. And I would like to uh, give evidence for both. So whatever I am negating and whatever I am trying to prove. So both I am going to give the evidence. So here are the these are the questions. So the I told you like in modern science and ma management we use all these uh, tools. So the questions are what is the meaning of word Kutub and Minar? 
so it should justify why the all the story or the history should justify the circumstantial evidence for all these things and when was it built and what justifies the time resource and money spent in building it then where it should have been constructed which among three towers so there are three towers one is qutub minar in delhi then there is another one jam minar in ghor uh, in afghanistan and then there is ghazni minar that is again symbolizes islamic conquest of india so which of these three minars really represent islamic conquest of india and who built it this is very important and why was it built what is the reason and why was it constructed in delhi and how was it is used so uh, there should be uh, i mean once it is constructed how is it is used that is also important then why it has five floors it needs a top covering for protection of rain so there was we already see in history that there was a lightning strike so there is a protection required and how what is it done and then why kutub the height is 73 meter then why there are 379 steps in that so these are all the questions uh, this has to be answered scientifically or there should be some reason for all these things these are all important very important key data points so first question is like i will go through each of these questions and i will try to answer this is the methodology i am using so first question is what so the name is basically kutub minar and if you if you really see the word kutub it originates from arabic and that is closely goes to mean kutub the variations are kutub then uh, kitab all these things will come and one of the meaning of kutub is axis pivot or cone then there is a this is the meaning the uh, standard given in standard dictionary have given the reference then uh, we know already like even in hindi urdu we have kitab meaning book then uh, second part of the word minar minar means light light in arabic we also have the word like minara which means a lighthouse so kitab kutub binar the word itself does not specify the reason given like the reason is basically conquest of india so it's a victory so this word does not represent history the if that is a that is the key concept that is the core core issue why it was constructed then the word or the monument name should have been reflecting on that uh, key things a core thing but right now the word does not represent that so it looks like a very careless and irrelevant name given to the monument and then uh, this is the second uh, evidence like uh, this is uh, if you really see uh, the top i have given uh, the what is written in the anta kutub minar itself this is an inscription and uh, it says the kutub minar is constructed by muiz duniya uh, wadudi mohammed ibn sam so this name is basically mohammed gauri okay so there is no word called kutub in his name he is he is written as he is a who is he is a person who is, who is responsible for constructing it and there is no kutub word in his name so the word kutub minar has not come because of his uh, the uh, the king or who who has got the victory or his dynasty or his kingdom or anything is nothing to do with that the word does not represent that so kutubuddin aibak actually kutubuddin aibak there was a kutubud there was a person kutubuddin aibak he was basically a slave for the king gauri and until 121206 mohammed gauri was uh, alive and he was assassinated in pakistan in 1206 
So in 19, uh, 19, uh, 19, 1997, when this uh, uh, building was supposed to have constructed, the king was Muhammad Gauri. So when the king or the emperor is alive, his slave name cannot be ascribed to a monument because the slave is owned by the emperor, and slave can't own any other monument. So obviously his name cannot be given. So Kutubuddin Aibak's name was not the reason for Kutub Binar. This is what I would like to. Highlight or conclude. Then, uh, actually, this was uh, the reason is in 1192 AD, Prithviraj Chauhan was defeated in Tare, that is the uh, today's Tane Sar, uh, in 1192 AD, and uh, even in 1220. So when Kutubuddin dies, so Kutubuddin is a slave, and when Muhammad Gauri dies, he becomes the ruler of India, and he dies in 1220. So up to 1220 also. Only one floor was ready, so the complete Kutub uh, Binar was not ready to declare that this monument belongs to Kutubuddin uh, Aibak. And in 1197, so as the present history says, the first I have already told, the name is not relevant to victory. Second thing is, it is not related to the uh, the owner or whoever has constructed it. And second, the year that is 1197 AD is wrong because in 1197 AD. It was not uh, ready, and uh, only by 1206 the dynasty had uh, uh, actually there was a invade invasion happened, and they moved to Delhi, and then first they defeat uh, Prithviraj Chauhan in uh, Punjab, uh, Haryana Punjab area, and then they move into Delhi, and then they go on because there is only one part of India. It is not they conquering Delhi does not mean the entire India is captured. Then they go on and try to capture up to the Bengal. And that happens in 1206. So up to, after construction of Kutub Minar, actually even they were still conquering India. So even before conquering India, they cannot uh, claim a victory on the entire India and construct this monument. So this year is completely wrong. So this is the uh, the that data points of the history proves that it is wrong. Then actually there is another monument which was constructed in Jam Minar, and that is a very small uh, tower. And that is constructed in Goa province, and it was constructed in 1193 AD after uh, defeat of Prithviraj Chauhan, and that is basically a monument of war for this uh, uh, Tane Sarwa. So once that is already constructed, there is no reason for constructing another one in Delhi. And uh, Kutubuddin Aibak, who is basically the slave of the emperor, he starts. Uh, this uh, this work in 1192 AD because he becomes the uh, uh, commandant of the uh, entire force and he was he be, he was stationed in Delhi because that is a newly conquered territory and there was rebellion possibility of rebellion so he was interested to quell the rebellion and try to control the area and uh, as a slave he constructs the mosque actually as per the uh, laws of uh, Islam. Slaves can construct the mosque because that is only like they have they have got some money and they can construct it for the mosque and donate it to the public. Again, there is no ownership. The mosque is not the the ownership of mosque does not belong to the Kutubuddin Aibak. It becomes a public property. So that they can construct. But claiming a victory tower is not possible for a slave as when he is still under the slavery. And another important thing. So this is again a record that is put on the Kutubuddin. So this uh, the data is coming from there. And it is also written uh, the 
the property that was destroyed that is 37 temple the cost of that was um, basically uh, 2 million delhi wala so one delhi wala is basically at that time uh, is uh, roughly around 150th of a rupee and uh, the rupee at that time is uh, uh, 9 9.5 gram gold uh, that was the currency of that time and uh, so if we calculate uh, by divided that by 50 then it becomes 40000 rupees uh, 2 uh, 2 million delhi wala is 40000 rupees so we need to multiply 40000 multiply by another 40000 approximately same 10 gram of gold is 40000 rupees so that was the cost of the property that they had destroyed okay so they destroyed the such valuable property and then they construct kutub minar so such a tower such an important thing on the destruction site if it is coming it is very very important there should be justification there should be a reason for it and uh, uh, circumstantial evidence does not support that then uh, this is this digvijayas okay i will come back to this later alternate uh, theory and uh, now if we coming to this there is a pictures available uh, at that time there are paintings and there are pictures available so here i am showing two pictures on the left extreme left this is the exact uh, uh, picture that shows six towers actually 1 2 3 4 5 6 towers and then there is a small tower on top so it's basically seven and off uh, then there is one kalash on top so it's basically seven it represents seven and off story building it's not exactly the five story building that uh, we see today and the last uh, uh, basically we, today we have we see only 1 2 3 4 5 5 floors and sixth floor uh britishers try to replace you can see on the right hand side there is a one uh, uh, structure and that is called basically smith folly they try to do it uh, put it on top as a sixth floor by britishers and uh, they uh, i mean attract lot of criticism so they remove it actually and uh, right now it is lying in the safe kutub minar complex because it does not match they use a bengali style to put it on top of it and uh, it does not match the kutub minar so that is the when uh, first question what then second question is when so i already told you like in 1192 ad it is questionable the year is questionable and uh, that is just uh, actually like uh, another point why it is questionable is because uh, this kutubuddin aibak that is a slave of guri and he is a viceroy of lahore uh, actually he was not he, he was stationed in lahore not in delhi and he gets his freedom in 1206 and then dies in 1210 ad just four after four years he dies in lahore he was not in delhi to supervise his structure also then uh, his uh, shamsuddin iltumish who was a slave and uh, son in law of kutubuddin aibak then uh, he takes over after kutubuddin aibak and uh, when he during this transition of power he kills uh, aibak son aram shah and then quarrels with other uh, aibak contemporary and uh, causes the fall of gore empire to mongols so he is basically a backstabber and uh, but the history says he construct the remaining tower to bring uh, uh, glory to kutubuddin uh, aibak so it does not match the the history and the data point does not it's very clearly contradictory it does not match so that is what i wanted to tell and then uh, this structure is was very unique at the time because of the height and uh, the kind of technology required to construct this building because such a tower uh, usually will face lot of wind 
and because of wind uh, the tower will fall so if the tower is uh, such an important tower is built and if it falls down then uh, it becomes a bad omen and also bad name to the king so the king and uh, uh, so they were not ready i mean without uh, confidence they were not ready to construct such uh, towers of very uh, very tall buildings so these people who are coming from uh, uh, afghanistan they have no background data to have built such a uh, buildings in their area they cannot simply come here and construct such monumental towers in delhi it is not possible and uh, uh, the resources required for example like the the at the time uh, we have that calculation for construction of the temple so roughly similar resources is required to build this monumental qutub minar also so these people who are into war and trying to conquer they don't have such resources to build qutub minar and uh, they were still conquering as you see they were still trying to conquer entire india and uh, for that there was a huge uh, resources required to build a army then a new area to stabilize the new area and things like that so at that time they cannot uh, diverge into construction of qutub minar that period does not allow uh, the emperors to construct such such a monumental building this kind of buildings can come up after a long since uh, some kingdom has ruled for long years they have accumulated lot of wealth and it was peace in that period only this kind of construction possible so then there is one more thing next to the qutub minar we can see there is an alai minar and uh, uh, later part could uh, like uh, uh, after this gori sultanate then uh, khalji's comes and at that time by the time khalji's comes there is a long uh, uh, i mean uh, ruling by the invaders and they have somewhat uh, settled so he had accumulated some wealth and uh, possibly in that period they could have constructed and in fact he tries to construct uh, uh, a minar and uh, the history says that he tries to construct double I mean two times the qutub minar and he tries to construct next to the qutub minar itself so what is the need for such a thing such a project because they wanted to show this qutub minar at that time was not by them it was already existing and uh, they wanted to show they can construct another tower which is grandier than that double the size of that so their victory is bigger than whatever the reason qutub minar was constructed for that is why they try to take the such a project and he constructs one floor and uh, he realizes the difficulties and he abandons so this this uh, project was never realized and it just stays there at the first floor which proves the king king uh, of uh, invaders and also of even moguls they didn't had the confidence to build such a structure even afterwards like for example we have uh, uh, akbar then uh, stable period they also cannot construct this kind of uh, tower it's not only the question of money because there are skills required challenges technical challenges were there and they they didn't had the courage to build such a uh, tower so then uh, so this kalji what he does uh, he in his uh, uh, period one more thing they say like uh, in 1296 he tries to complete jami masjid and uh, uh, in 1296 that is uh, nearly 100 years after the period in which we are talking about qutub uh, minar was constructed the smaller jami masjid which started uh, that is the first masjid of india in northern india which started 
uh, along with kutubinar was not completed and it was khalji uh, try to complete it so for this for the people masjid is very very important because there is a structure to be used on a daily basis even by the army large people they are trying to convert uh, people uh, citizens of the kankar territory so an important masjid was required and they couldn't able to even construct a small masjid into a grand mosque and uh, so that is that shows the situation at that time so that will they cannot construct at that period they cannot construct a tower like kutub minar that so that uh, evidence itself is contradictory and it shows the situation at the time uh, socio economic situation at the time so sultan what he said that uh, this alauddin khalji he ordered the circumference of the new okay this is basically uh, uh, double the old one he wanted to construct and higher double the height so he directed that uh, new uh, casing and cupola should be added to the old one also see he does, when he fails to construct the bigger monument what he orders he orders a new cupola i mean the top uh structure to be built and then he also says uh casing should be done on the kutubina why he orders casing uh, if it is al- already a good one good constructed uh, monument so because he fails and tries to occupy the old building itself and tries to project that uh, this is the construction of their period so that is the intention and uh, the construction was completed up till the first story and at a height of 24.5 meters unfortunately the construction was abandoned after the death of sultan alauddin khalji so this is again for the uh, alai minar okay so tughlaq they the later period whoever came they were all powerful monarchs like uh, tughlaq suris lodhis mughals and we can see the rich richness because they have all minted lot of gold coins so they were rich enough but they couldn't build any Uh, one more structure like this because at this period even for example like uh, akbar time a lot of uh, land was uh, conquered and they should have constructed a bigger monument saying that their uh, victory is bigger than whatever was done in the beginning but we don't see such a construction so it is uh, it, it raises a question mark on the first kutub uh, minar construction itself so then we can also see some of the other evidences like uh, like we can see that uh, hindu motif is used in the mosque that is there in the bottom so they don't use uh, they like uh, because if they have such a money they would have procured new material why would they go for older material which looks ugly so that is the question second question is we also see very neat work which is basically they have taken the work and uh, procured new material and they have done a uh, good work that is what you can see on the left corner left bottom and the right hand side where the important uh, Uh, inscription is written like who constructed it where the emperor name comes it all looks very ugly and uh, it's a mix of old and new stones and it looks very very ugly and uh, it is basically insulting to the emperor i don't know why they would do such a thing uh, if they are going for a completely new building and new construction especially proclaiming a victory over the entire india and also we can see hindu motifs like lotus all these things we can see and uh, it's such a important victory uh, we don't see this kind of uh, hindu ma- ma- motif because we don't see that uh, when uh, the later uh, Mus- uh, muslim kings uh, built such monuments so that is another question 
and uh, so we can see like a very neat and uh, the bottom side construction building very neat clean uh, plain there are no hindu motifs there are no uh, reused material but on the kutub minar we can see all the reused material even the color of the tiles you can see like red color yellow colors are there actually i can tell you like this yellow color material was the original one and red color tiles were uh, later whatever is possible you, you can also see like and the left hand picture where i am showing it's all like uh, tiles like different color tiles and that looks uh, is not clean and also there are i mean uh, verified uh, documents where they also show like which is original which is duplicate so here i am on the right hand side i am showing a, a, a diagram by asi and also on various documentation it is available so they say that uh, here dark colored ones are basically original ones and the uh, lighter colored ones are um where it is uh, modified and uh, re restored so you can see here the okay sorry the lighter ones are original and darker ones are uh, 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 modified ones so here you can see that uh, here i can show like at the top you can see there are uh, some pattern here in the center you can see that light color ones and the next ones are dark color ones so it doesn't match so there is no matching thing uh they could have done a nice job if uh, such an important building they are constructing okay so okay this is my alternate thing i will come to this later okay then next question is basically where it should have been constructed so basically the history says it was uh, uh, a war over prithviraj chauhan and uh, the emperor who is uh, winning he is from uh, his capital is jam that is in gore province in afghanistan so that is his capital second is where the uh, uh, war happened that is tare that is in tanesar and the losing person that is the uh, prithviraj chauhan his capital was ajmer so that is what he has he takes the capital that is the important town and uh, then after this the they position their new capital uh, in lahore so in any of this picture delhi is not there and why will they come to delhi and construct this tower in delhi so delhi is nowhere i mean it is not relevant to that episode at all like uh, is not uh, at least if it is if he has won then he should be uh, in, uh, impressing his own citizens so the tower should have been built in winner's capital that is at jam in fact there they construct one victory tower in jam so that is what it is uh, and they don't construct kutub minar at for this incident for this incident so this history is wrong completely wrong so the evidence the data shows it is wrong there is no logical reason why they come and construct in delhi delhi is some remote part small village outskirts and uh, why will they come and construct there okay so so this is these are the three towers so one is like delhi's kutub minar we can see that small jam minar and in ghazni which is basically the hometown of the ruler the emperor also we see tower basically it's a twin tower Uh, on the right hand side you can see uh, it has also fallen and uh, only one 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 floor was uh, available uh, for some time back and even these uh, pillars were basically demo demolished by soviets who used it as a target practice and they demolished it but we have evidence and we have photographs of these towers so there are three towers one is delhi's kutub minar then there is a minar in jam gore province capital of ghazni and then there is a gazdis minar in his hometown also so probably i don't know why he constructed this two towers 
there may be another reason why another another war another victory would have constructed but none of these symbolizes or uh, none of these are as grand as the delhi kutubminar it is impossible like why this kind of kutubminar structure they build in delhi why was this next question is why was this constructed so first of all it is victory tower again the question is whose victory uh, and uh, if it is victory then its name is should have been there it's not there it's uh, the on top of the kutubminar they write his slave's name and then uh, uh, actually slave does not build the tower he builds the mosque below that and it is that uh, history is cast on the kutubminar so there is no evidence to say that this monument is constructed by kutubuddin albak okay that is the key thing and uh, something else he has constructed in the uh, in the bottom of it and they are trying to project uh, that kutubminar is also constructed by uh, the invaders then uh, actually another reason they say is why it is constructed after like if you question the history tower then they say okay it is uh, basically used for um, it is next to the mosque and uh, usually you will have a tower next to the mosque and that tower is used to uh, call people to uh, remind them about the prayers so uh, basically uh, they there was no uh, watch like the modern time so they were trying to uh, call everybody from the tower okay that is uh, fine let us examine that whether that is the purpose so if you really see like i can apply the science principle and see like if i go to the top of the tower and try to uh, like a man like he starts uh, screaming from the top of his pitch whatever is his uh, volume from the top it is not it cannot be heard by the bottom of the pillar bottom of the tower so it is not possible like that reason is also fails so because it is not for that purpose because we have we can measure the uh, i mean the power sound wave sound power and uh, by the time it reaches uh, bottom of the uh, tower it will not be heard so there is no possibility that the entire area people can be called by screaming uh, from this tower so it is not for that purpose um so so here is the science principles so we have we can test it like at what what level what uh, what will be the uh, power of the sound so this this reason is completely failed so it is not for not not this so the tower is not for the azan voice so the the reason why it exists next to the kutubminar is not related to the mosque or anything to do with religion the kutubminar was already existing just for the purpose because it was captured at the time because kutubminar itself was a symbolic of victory of uh, india over these uh, foreign territories so they try to capture it and uh, they becomes a uh, military cantonment and they construct the uh, mask below that so otherwise there is no reason there is no link and now also we have this delhi iron pillar and uh, at that uh, uh, kutubminar complex and it says it is chandra who is the Uh, who uh, the the emperor who has constructed who who is the reason for that iron pillar and the inscription also says the king uh, king has a conquest over balika balika is again of afghanistan so the king chandra wages uh, a war and wins afghanistan and uh, he has uh, he has a monument that is iron pillar and uh, the letters whatever is written it uh, uh, if you go through the inscription and uh, Uh, the um, epigraphic uh, uh, principles then it gets proved that it is belonging to the gupta era and uh, pillar also mentions vishnu padagiri vishnu padagiri is uh, basically our gaya so this also says it is a garuda kamba so there was a uh, vishnu temple and uh, 
this pillar is basically constructed as a victory tower and victory towers is nothing but our garuda kamba in any, any temple if you go today if you really see a garuda kamba or a nandi kamba or a light lamp they represent basically victory towers and they are monuments for the people who got killed in the war okay so that is the purpose of constructing these pillars and these pillars represent basically they are military monuments and uh, they are constructed so that the departed soul stay close to the uh, deity or the god so that is the meaning that is the uh, hindu principle why the garuda kamba is constructed and that is basically for the garuda garuda means basically the like today's black cat commanders who are guarding the emperor and if they get killed they were constructing garuda kamba yeah the, the close um uh, uh, soldiers are called garudas and uh, so basically this is the reason and that is the iron pillar and when the it was in bengal like uh, 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 bengal territory and when the this afghan invaders enter bengal they they see that this is the victory tower of uh, over afghanistan so they bring it here and they try to put it next to the um, uh, kutubinar to say that okay they have a bigger victory over that that is the purpose that is why they bring it from a different place and try to install it here and uh, actually so this is explained it is actually it is a victory victory pillar that is why these garuda pillars are constructed and they at the time whatever is whoever is constructed like my hypothesis is it is constructed by one of the indian kings and uh, the reason is victory tower only but the question another important question is why kutub minar is was constructed for such a height okay this is a important question because there are technical challenges the economic conditions so the huge money was spent on that unless otherwise the reason is strong nobody would dare to take such a uh, project and try to construct that so there should be a strong reason for constructing it and and that reason is basically astronomical observatory and why they do it because at till that time whatever they were using in fact these garuda kambas were used for observatory because at the time astronomy people who are this brahmins who are basically at the temple they were that that is a school so they were using this garuda kambas for measuring uh, because they, they it makes a shadow and using the shadow they were trying to measure the uh, celestial object observe the celestial objects and try to build an astronomy so they know already this garuda kambas or victory towers can be used for astronomy and uh, when this uh, proposal comes to construct a grand monument called kutub minar they try to utilize the opportunity and try to convince the king sir that they, this tower has to be of this height only because they need it uh, for this purpose to um, i mean for basically observations astronomical observation because astronomical observations were used in jyotish shastra which is basically for prediction and the king was uh, gets uh, convinced to uh, for such a thing because they say that See if the if the pillar is not constructed to that height, they cannot measure the celestial object precisely. So the precision is the question. To have such a precision, the pillar has to be increased up that height so that they get a, a minute level of movement and they can record. So they were trying to they they had earlier before constructing this uh, this kind of uh, tower, they they don't have that uh, uh, tool. So they were impressing on the king to have, get this constructed to this height, and that is why this. Uh, tower is constructed so here i am showing another thing where uh, in uh, karnataka we have hoysala temple in hoysaleshwara so there this uh, this uh, sculpture is there here you can see that uh, the um, marksman basically the soldier 
and in front you have a marksman who is using an instrument to measure the angle and that angle is basically to shoot the arrow so the arrow has to be precise so it's the enemy he used to measure the angle and try to guide the uh, arrow i mean arrow uh, shooters to shoot with that angle so they were using the, such a advanced principles of science in all these things so this is uh, was used so this is the evidence so they knew all these things and uh, that's why it is constructed so uh, now i will explain how qutub minar was used for the for example in astronomy well for example if you really see on the right hand side i have shown this qutub minar and it is making a uh, a, a shadow and if the shadow is 45 degrees i mean if you measure the angle and if the tip is basically 45 degrees then it makes a exact uh, right angle triangle and the height of qutub minar and the shadow should be equal so this is what when the 45 degrees this is what the isosceles triangles and then uh, this is what it becomes so they know at this angle it is 45 degrees and when it is 45 degrees so this is on the left hand side i have shown the uh, mathematical calculation so the elevation angle is basically arc tang of length of namon namon is an instrument basically a smaller smaller uh, height instrument to measure the angle and then the shadow so they were earlier they were putting a small portable instrument to measure the height of the namon that is the height of the pole and the shadow so using that they were measuring the angle so similarly they try to measure the angle using the qutub minar and when it is 45 degrees arc angle becomes uh, one so it becomes a simple uh, basically we are um, what we are doing i, I mean left hand side uh, bottom left hand side i am showing the uh, mathematics so here basically there is a smaller triangle and there is a and the back side you have a bigger triangle this bigger triangle is basically goes in the the b the big capital b is basically radius of earth so the, the interesting thing is radius of earth when you know the radius of earth you can know the size of earth so the diameter of earth can be found so they are interested in measuring the diameter of earth how it is done it is shown here so you have a capital a is basically the distance between two measuring points and uh, this is basically proportionate to the measure whatever you are measuring so if the qutub minar is a very big tall pillar if the height is so precise then this measurement is angle then the the radius of earth becomes very very precise so this is the reason why this pillar has to be of such a height so they were why they were using all these things why what is the importance because they were using all these principles in navigation techniques they wanted to know what is the diameter of earth so that if there is a circumnavigation they can come back to the same place safely they will not get lost in sea so this is the reason and uh, also this the shadow i mean this is another diagram where uh, the qutub minar is uh, casting shadow in uh, existing thing so this picture is basically in imagination where qutub minar and then alai minar is also constructed so they will uh, have both uh, shadows uh, is not reality it's just a picture and uh, in fact when qutub minar was constructed there are 27 temples constructed around it and uh, this shadow falls on each of the temple indicating the time of the day uh, basically the mo movement of moon so moon takes exactly 27 days to make one revolution around the earth that is why 27 nakshatras are also there and that is why 27 temples are also constructed so these all reasons are very valid there is logical reason behind each and everything when we take to alternate hypothesis but this history whatever they are projecting there is no logic there is no valid there is no data point simply they are putting some fake history so another reason why i mean how this pillar can be used to measure the distance between 
moon and sorry earth sun moon all these things so when there is a uh, um uh, eclipse then you can see that uh, we get something called prenumbra and umbra so prenumbra and umbra is basically shadow area and uh, lighter shadow area because uh, this is what it is uh, you can go through science uh, to get the real meaning of it but if these are this this exists and uh, if there is a pillar like on right hand side i am showing if there is a pillar like kutub minar and sun is giving a shadow then we can also see this umbra and prenumbra in shadow also like there is a darker shadow there is a lighter shadow and we can measure all these things and find out the umbra and prenumbra and if there are three like uh, alignment of sun earth and moon we can see all the measurement of distances and by measuring umbra and prenumbra we can also measure the distance between earth and sun this is how they used to measure the distance between sun and earth but now the exact precision of the distance depends on the height of the pillar and height of the shadow and exactly what is the shadow length they are giving because these are all ratios so as as long as the pillar pillar is uh, uh, taller then this precision is higher so that is why they were requiring that, that is uh, they wanted that the tall uh, some pillar and uh, because of this uh, victory should be grand they impress on uh, vikramaditya to construct uh, such a big uh, victory tower and that is why it is constructed so the reason for such a tall tower is purely astronomy not because of anything else not because of victory also for victory they were constructing a pillar but for purpose of astronomy only this tower of kutub minar is of such a height and also here i am giving calculation how for example if this is the kutub minar on the left hand side and uh, this is the earth and this is the this is the moon and this is the sun using this calculation we can calculate the distance between uh, uh, like a shorter like we have apogee and perigee apogee and perigee means when the moon is closer to the earth and uh, when the moon is farther so you we have all the distances like uh, one is in, in the during apogee the distance between uh, earth and uh, moon is uh, nearly 4 lakh kilometer when it is at a perigee it is around 3.3 kilometers uh, lakh kilometers so this distance can be precisely measured if the height of kutub minar is very precise uh, taller so this, this is the calculation which they used also they found out they they realized they, they find out the distance between moon and earth moon and sun so this is how it is possible so it is not just i am telling i am not cooking up some story here because the all the circumstantial evidence for example like you take this scientific means uh, our size are typically about 1 feet okay so if we are the typically modern um, uh, aesthetics and modern uh, uh, building calculation they say that uh, step height should be 0.72 feet okay because we don't exactly completely bend our size so the size is nearly 1 1 feet and uh, the ideal uh, height of the one step should be 0.72 feet if we calculate like that for 360 steps the height will be 259.2 feet that is nearly 260 feet so and then there is a 12 feet kalasha means the height the top feet so it becomes exactly 272 feet and that is 83 meters the kutub minar originally was constructed for 83 meters because of this calculation they wanted one step per day and 360 steps and they were calculating that's how they arrived at making the kutub minar of 83 meters and at the at present it is only 73 meters so 10 meters is lost and uh, exactly there are 379 steps it is not uh, really 360 steps there are steps are uh, more 
in the staircase again is the original 350 is altered okay so because the floors got demolished and then they try to construct something and without they don't know what how many steps to be created they vary all those things and then today we are end up with 379 steps so here i am giving a three dimensional view of all these things not only that uh, there are uh, like windows and there are uh, you can see that i am giving a close up of how this window looks how there are uh, openings and uh, so these are also astronomically aligned so there are seven stories plus one kalash which makes it 7.5 stories which is half of 15 days but is half of the one uh, moon cycle then there are 30 window openings to indicate 30 days of the month then the base of the minar is 24 sided polygon there is a 24 uh, uh, again uh, requirement why they do it so uh, this pattern of kutub minar is also there is a reason why it is like that and uh, if you ask uh, islamic uh, construction why it is like this why this uh, uh, architecture is uh, chosen they don't have any answer so uh, that is that shows that uh, they did not construct it so it was already existing and these are the reasons why it, it was constructed so here is another picture i am showing how again the alai minar and then uh, the kutub minar so so this uh, evidence this points exactly um, validates the alternate hypothesis that kutub minar was constructed by uh, by some king who is heavily influenced by astronomer and uh, we have the major marker of 57 bc vijay uh, vikramaditya era uh, samvatsara and uh, vikramaditya was uh, in kalidasa's uh, there is a um, kalidasa's uh, jyotirvidabharana at the uh, his uh, work and in that he says there are nine gems of vikramaditya and one of them is vikra uh, varamira and kalidasa is another poet and uh, vikrama vikramaditya is the king here we have kurtukoti copper plate it is found in karnataka and there is a published uh, material uh, you can search uh, called uh, kurtukoti copper plate in that uh, very clearly they say vikrama vikramarka vikramarka is the exact name of vikramaditya and uh, it also says vikramaditya so this king definitely was ruling and uh, and in the shaka era basically the reference is uh, this copper plate mentions there is a shaka of 532 and uh, if we take the shaka era that is the basic epoch as 551 bc and if you add 532 years then it becomes 19 bc so at that 19 bc this vikramaditya was ruling and modern history they don't show who is vikramaditya they say that vikramaditya is a um i mean uh, this vikram beta story is the uh, imagined emperor something like that it is not it is not so it is there is definitely a vikramaditya emperor who was ruling in around this year, this time and we also know that uh, varamira was was existing at that period so we can clearly see that the link and why that uh, that area is also called varaha uh, mihiravadi that is varaha mihira he was staying there and he was studying all these things and uh, so it proves all these points so if we link all these things it clearly shows that vikramaditya built this history tower and he was trying to emulate the earlier uh, yudhishthira when he does rajasiva yaga and then conquers the entire world uh, after mahabharata and he declare himself as the chakravarti i mean the emperor of the earth and uh, he imposes rule of dharma and that the dharmic rule and when vikramaditya Uh, repeat that feat he wants to reconstruct it so he was actually at ujjain 
and he goes back to uh, this uh, indraprastha and he that is why he constructs this pillar so this pillar exists in delhi for a reason there is a valid reason for that unlike uh, the invaders history where delhi is nowhere linked to their event okay so these are all the uh, evidences questions there are i have tried to answer wherever there is a uh, doubt using the sankhya philosophy i have taken references i have given evidences and i try to answer it so this is what it is uh, so i would like to end uh, the talk here in the beginning he, uh, you said that in 57 bc vikramaditya called the city indraprastha so till as late as 57 bc indraprastha uh, as late as like now uh, recent centuries the same name was used for delhi okay indraprastha word first comes in uh, see actually i have a, a i mean i would like to briefly answer indraprastha comes from mahabharata okay and we have inscriptional evidences which says that there is a, that the, the place is called indraprastha i have material in the slides when i share you can go through it and uh, actually is a very fascinating thing i have another paper also on that indraprastha uh, that is the place because in mahabharata as mahabharata says they burnt a forest and then they constructed a city so if you dig deep you should see a forest before that there is nothing and then you should see a very big city so it clearly points to existing of city evidence also and then mahabharata time also and indraprastha was that period and then it loses its importance because it falls to uh, time and then vikramaditya realizes the importance because he repeats uh, mahabharata feat that is why he goes and reconstructs the pillar there and he try to rebuild uh, the city there okay and after that also it is called indraprastha only and only during uh, later period it is changed okay so there is a i, I have given all the evidences why it is indraprastha was there was the evidence uh, the, even today you should be called indraprastha only what are your plans or have you already done anything to disseminate this information anywhere especially say in academic institutions or any other fora where you think you know just to stoke the interest of people so that you know they themselves will be interested in sort of doing research and finding out more on this rather than accepting the version that you rightly said is very flawed uh, the version that we have all been taught about uh, the kutubina so what are you planning or have you done anything Uh, and if you are planning anything best wishes so that's that's my question thank you okay so two things i have done one is i told you in the beginning like i have a facebook page called credible indian history so there i publish it i wrote it all these things i i i put it basically like a small small snippet so people can read it out there are a lot of things actually lot of material i already put in this is not the only thing i have done research i have done research on various other topics so that is one thing where i have published so everybody can read it and anybody can question it this is a put open directly and throw it out and here i am telling like this is a challenge so people can also challenge me back so that is one thing and uh, this talk i already given 5 years back in delhi itself uh, in uh, so this is a repeat uh, thing so there in the in the public uh, live uh, talk i have given and uh, this is another thing like uh, i i am an individual i have very limited resources and i time i cannot do more than what is possible so if this is talk is also for that purpose only so it reaches the right people and they also start raising this questions they can validate what i am saying so it is not that uh, i can also be challenged i can also be questioned i am open to that so so my question is a follow up of her question only that uh, if this kind of research go pub- gets published somewhere gets tested gets peer reviewed 
then it has a chance to get into the mainstream narrative and you know something that delhi university will teach otherwise uh, after a sangam talks and after a jaipur dialogues uh, a couple of years later the students are still being taught the leftist narrative they're still being taught wrong history yeah yeah I, i completely agree i come from science background i have patents and all these things so i know i can make it a paper i have already made other things also as a paper i will present it somewhere because see most of these things are already existing in open domain i am not doing i am not bringing anything new i am just to basically putting everything in one plate and trying to present it so that is why i didn't go for uh, like uh, like i just studied up my my own interest and i got all these points i collected these data points so i actually i don't have permission i don't i don't have any sponsorship even to go and do research i am sitting in bangalore and doing all this data okay so i can present it as a paper if they accept it i will do that i will do that madam i take that as a good feedback i will do that uh, if the hindu structure has statues on external wall is qutub minar has any statue on internal or external wall uh see right today now it is closed so there was an accident and they don't allow people to go and check uh, it on yes i have the permission see most of these things the uh, problem is they we have no we have no authorization or even to go and see but uh, what i can say is see this kutub minar is uh, constructed by outside you can see the stone and uh, in, see it's a plain structure typically it's a plain structure the purpose is basically like you see i, I told you like uh, there's an iron pillar and the iron pillar there are no um, uh, art or artwork there is an inscription so it's a pillar basically as a monument like today we have constructed defense memorial what is the architecture what is the art you see there you is not the structure to see art or architecture but they have incorporated because it is here in kutub minar it was also used for uh, uh, this astronomical purpose so they they have like 27 like petals uh, uh, used because the 27 should give a pointer and when there is a makes a shadow there is a reason for all this motif otherwise there is no reason to put up uh, like it is not a temple okay so in, there are temples were there around the pillar kutub minar itself is not a temple it is like a garuda kamba like you have you see like in, in front of it. i think northern india you don't understand because uh, your temples are destroyed if you come to south you see like wherever you go in the next to the opposite to the temple you see a garuda kamba surprisingly even you go to a jain temple you see that okay see jain temple also you see garuda why because it is basically a military monument when there is a jain king ruling at the time also your the soldiers will die and for that there is a monument to be constructed so whatever the uh, the temple was constructed below before that they construct a uh, pillar and that pillar they don't call garuda kamba because garuda is not related to the jain uh, uh, philosophy even in buddhist you can go and see some of the cave temples you have a pillar okay some um, ashoka pillar you see it's a buddhist uh, monument why they are constructing a temple it's a victory tower and that victory is basically dedicated to the soldiers who have died so this is the meaning and when because because you are doing it for the death you don't do lot of artwork uh, and all this thing. so inside you will not you, you don't expect to see any uh, hindu motif or um, like a god uh, image and something like that i don't see that but if you most of the thing like uh, this uh, they also claim i told you like uh, even asi has put up that the pill, the kutub minar is constructed from reused material on top of them uh, like uh, basically when they are doing the tiling work they have used the material because they were trying to claim this monument so they have changed the tiles 
and uh, because at the tiles they have used uh, from the destroyed temples and that is why you see some of the motifs even uh, that uh, uh, like uh, repeating uh, uh, some uh, flow flowing pattern all these things they were basically from the temple not because of the kutub minar i've got two small points one you are talking about garuda stamba is it the same as dwaja stamba which we have in south indian temples every temple has got a dwaja stamba and uh, a flag is hoisted on those dwaja stambas in every temple that's number 1 number 2 you talked about minar that minar is not necessarily an edifice to celebrate the victory over the enemy now you have a minar in uh, gori and you have minar in ghazni you even have a char minar in hyderabad obviously they are not meant to celebrate victories so how is it that uh, how, what would you do like to how would you like to comment on that okay uh for the first question i told you like uh, it's a victory tower and the different people different things have followed different architecture so you can really see, i have a paper on that also uh this uh, you can see garuda garuda pillar garuda pillar is uh, vishnu temple you see garuda pillar in uh, shiva temples you see nandi pillar in south india you can see that there is a nandi image on, on that and also dwajastaba as you said like if you go to tirupati in that you see a a temp- like a, uh, a flag kind of thing and uh, that will be with bells okay small bells so there is a uh, pillar with a flag actually it's not a uh, flowing flag it's a flag structure like flag uh, looking like a flag that is there on the top of the pillar not only that even there are pillars with lamps okay the first version of this pillars came with lamps if you go to for example in goa and all if you go Northern Karnataka, Goa. There is a pillar in which they put lamps and light it up. Okay, thousand uh, like it looks like a thousand lamps. So those lamps basically represent the departed souls. So that is also you can see. Okay, so this pillar is for the departed soul. It is to re- remember the fallen. Okay, fallen in the battle. So all these things are basically. I told you like even in Jain temple, I have a, uh, in a paper in that I have even photograph of Jain temple with the pillar. and they also call as dwaja stamba or whatever because they cannot say that it is a uh, is not a nandi pillar or a um, uh, garuda pillar they call it different name so usually in uh, that's how because of this uh, jain and uh, buddhist influences some some places they are constructed like a dwaja stamba but they are all same it's all same so that is the first question answer for the first question second question indra prastha i have maybe we should take it up another as a talk I have a lot of things to tell you. <laughs> Very fascinating for Indra Prastha to claim as Indra Prastha. I have a challenge there also. Like government should first dig in Delhi because that clearly shows the evidence for Mahabharata. Why they are looking at different different places? Because it clearly I told you like the the history says they have burnt a uh, nothing. There was nothing. It was a uh, forest. The Mahabharata says that that forest Kandava Prastha was uh, burnt. and then a new city a sprawling city fantasy city big city comes up so if you dig you should find it there's a transition like nothing to big city there is a huge transition if you dig from uh, astra astra like this uh, um, puratatva ilaka whatever work they do if they dig they should find this transition that is the evidence for mahabharata that is clearly our 
data pointer saying that then they should dig it up and they should prove it. So Indra Prastha has even fascinating thing because it is a marvel and uh, there is an engineering marvel, of water engineering marvel, which uh, Indians should be aware of it. I have a paper on that and I can also show all the lot of data points there proving already evidence of Mahabharata. Okay. So it should be Indra Prastha. It should be renamed. Actually, if you dig, if you clearly dig, there is no meaning for the word Delhi. Okay. Only Indra Prastha, there is a meaning. Indra Prastha means it is a it is a place belonging to the Indra. That's the meaning of it. I must congratulate uh, Ram Prasadji for this excellent uh, presentation on the uh, uh, the the uh, Vijay Stambh or the Jyoti Stambh. I must uh, uh, add to whatever you have said is 100% correct, must add that the Mehir Sen, he was the official uh, Jyotishi of uh, King Vikramaditya. And there is a village nearby this tower called Mehroli. If you, if you come to Delhi, you'll find a village called Mehroli. So that Mehroli was the abode or the house where the Mehir Sen was living 2000 years back from today. So, if you uh, you can add this Maroli and the archaeological sites around the Maroli, which uh, again uh, 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 verify this theory of yours of the uh, Jyotishi Stamba. And uh, second is uh, it was there in the newspapers also a couple of years back uh, because of the rain, some of the stones or the tiles they had fallen out from this uh, uh, Jyotishi Stamba. I will not call it. Uh, Minar anymore, it is Jyoti Stambh. And uh, the tiles had come out, and inside the tiles were the Hindu motif. The statues were there. And uh, these people, what they had done is they had uh, taken out the tiles and they had uh, put the outer side of the tile, making at the inner side, so that the Hindu motifs they are hidden behind uh, in the construction. And the plain tile is visible from the outside. So that is uh, another proof that this was a uh, uh, high level of uh, treachery was done on this our archaeological monuments of Hindustan. Then uh, thirdly, I would like to uh, point to your uh, uh, this interest uh, in the past thing. Uh, if you come to Delhi, there is a uh, structure called Purana Kila, old fort which is the uh, which which was dug up in 1955 to 1960 uh, take for the indraprastha uh, point of view and they kept on digging and then they came out with the different types of uh, tiles they came out with the different types of utensils black black uh, uh, black painted utensils something like this so but they could not deep i think uh, deeper to come up with that uh, fantastic city of uh, Indraprastha. So uh, this is what I wanted to add. And uh, congratulations, please keep doing this research and keep it, uh, uh, keep, uh, uh, it uh, for the uh, information of the new generations also. Thank you very much and congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Just uh, I just want to clarify two things. Like I already told, it's already included in my presentation, that Meharoli. And uh, I also know, like, whatever you explained, it was done by our fantastic uh, person, B.B. Lawal, who was also, he's 100 year old. He has written even book after, I mean, he's right now under running 
and i completed 100 years and he has at that age also he has built a book, i mean published a book okay he did this uh, digging work whatever you are saying and uh, i mean government of the day you know i mean for various reasons they don't allow to publish the exact uh, thing and in fact we had petition uh, they have digged and then they have closed it okay so we are saying we are questioning the government saying that why don't you open it up cover it with the glass and show it to the people we will see what it is there why are you closing it okay whatever has come out to be visible we will know if you are talking about black like they are again trying to confuse because of the data so we know i mean uh, that is not the that is not the only place in fact i have more thing i skipped in my presentation because of the time in fact in 1850 when the king uh, elizabeth uh, took the darbar delhi darbar there is a map published by english okay that map is still exactly the map of the city which is explained in mahabharata okay so the same city architecture continues even till the 18th century okay so these people cannot come and construct such a city the city's architecture the exact layout is explained in mahabharata so now how can you say that mahabharata is wrong <laughs> so yeah. i skipped all those things i have another paper exactly for the indra prastha alone probably i will give in another talk and explain all those things in another talk first of all i had a comment this is brilliant and this is giving me a lot of material that i am going to pass on to my grandchildren so that when they go to delhi where they are from they must go and visit the kutubminar and see it from this perspective and question and they have the advantage of their father being an architect who knows those things because i hated it i lived in agra so i hated all these mughal monuments never watched them but the thing is there are two things first of all i just wanted to know is raja vikramaditya the same one that we call chandragupta vikramaditya or it's a different one um for that we need to little bit uh, i mean i cannot i don't want to exactly say that who is the exactly the vikramaditya okay. there was a king great king vikramaditya because see the the name vikramaditya starts from guptas and guptas yes. lived earlier okay so this king who was living in 57 bc who is that if there is a question and uh, i have a, i mean in this presentation also i have explained this king is basically nothing but uh, a chalukyan emperor like we have yes. in chalukya emperors in south in karnataka they also yes. used vikramaditya to vikramaditya fix yes. all this name and they yes. had uh, their uh, territory up till gujarat even including uh, ujjain and so yes. if this king vikramaditya was ruling around 57 bc this should yes. be chalukyan emperor or maybe another emperor also we don't know but uh, for to prove who is vikramaditya if uh, yeah, i mean government gives us some uh, some support we can do research and bring out who yeah. is exactly the vikramaditya <laughs> okay and second thing i wanted to know was when did indraprastha become delhi and why indraprastha yeah. <laughs> okay made it? I, I, i have a i mean i have that's why i told you on indraprastha itself the discussion is is one hour okay and uh, delhi there is no meaning okay in fact mm-hmm. i have another theory for that also delhi means back door okay <laughs> delhi <laughs> back door <laughs> and in fact if you really see that's the door which uh, takes you to the river river yamuna okay. where people can go for their daily routine and that okay. is the door where britishers came and that's why they have given the name delhi <laughs> otherwise there is no meaning to the delhi it is really so pathetic the name we are carrying delhi uh, there is no meaning and this delhi name is given yeah. by britishers not by mughal another important thing you know what yeah. all these things are they are so impressed these invaders even britishers were so impressed they don't demolish all these things 
they also believe whatever we are saying they think that conquering delhi will give power to conquer world okay because at the time uh, in mahabharata because of sri krishna pandavas get the victory they wanted to see the uh, secret of that try to get it so that they also become the ruler of the world okay that's why they don't demolish they try to accumulate all these things otherwise you see this iron pillar usually whatever they capture because of the war and things like that this iron would have been melted to make a cannon they don't do it because this they think there is a power in that and this should be here okay so where this kutub minar i have another i have a, i mean that's why is getting into that discussion so i have another all the evidences where it shows this where kutub minar is there that is the main entrance to the city of delhi and oh. that is where leads to your dwarka and that was the path that the major main entry okay so that is where the king yudhishthira was crowned okay so that is the that is why there is an importance the place has an importance so i have evidence for all those things we can take it in another discussion but delhi name delhi came after britishers not before that okay so this dilu king dilu all these things there is also something uh, story built up but there is no clear evidence and there is no popular usage see delhi is such a place you should have seen the name delhi in all other area of the india right you don't see before britishers you don't see the name of delhi indraprastha you see because Mah- mahabharata everybody knows indraprastha means delhi the word delhi became popular only after britishers one thing is for sure whenever now listening to you and other the passionate people like you has given me one more ammunition in my thing whenever people tell especially the muslims and the christians uh, i mean the whites they tell me why do you keep digging i said to wherever you dig you'll find something and i asked them what are you afraid is going to turn up that is why you are not letting us dig nahi idhar bhi nahi khodo udhar bhi nahi khodo ab ram jan bhumi ke niche uske niche ye nikla kyun khodo uske niche kuch to hoga like you just said in mahabharat time in the process was built because the kadavrast was just a jungle there was no human habitation there so that is is that what they are scared of wherever you dig you will find the skeletons they have buried yes of course of course see i told you like whatever the history the word to word i have given every word is questionable yes. there is no evidence for that so they still they are saying this is the history on what basis there is no basis they don't want us to go and dig further they yeah. want to dig only when they want us to stop no it's basically a perception it's a game of perception like mm-hmm. when majority of the indians start believing what is the truth then the the fake story falls down okay they cannot any more peddle that story because everybody will start questioning this is why we are trying to do this sessions where people yes. get to know they also start questioning when the question becomes bigger and bigger you know what happens so that's it <laughs> this is what i talk every 15 days to my 12 year old and 10 year old granddaughters who are now in texas just say shuru karo no just to tell you i have given my my son was around 7 years at that time i have taken him to the delhi and i have explained all these things before it was start to him in the school he knows all these things so he knows the truth you know he, he listen to the false story later okay so he is yeah. not influenced unfortunately i i met you later <laughs> So I have okay. to start here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. it is amazing. I just got uh, I don't know about the books of Himalayan architecture and all that uh, uh, Mr. Rajiv Malhotra helped publish. I got them, and I have said those are the kind of books I buy 
the pictorial books and send it as birthday presents to my grandchildren. That is what they should learn. Yeah. And that's why I wake up at four in the morning to listen to talks here. Okay. Thank you, madam. Yeah. It is you people are such a blessing. Thank you so much. I have one thing to say. You know your talk. Uh, like we about twenty twenty five people have heard it. I think the whole of India needs to know what is our real history, especially the younger generation, because they have uh, they have learned all wrong things. Even we have learned all wrong things. So, any plans for that, or how do you propose to, you know, get the whole of India to recognize uh, what is the reality? And my second question, if you don't mind, uh, I mean, I have just been to the Kutub Minar when I was newly married. It was open till the first floor. After that, I think there was a stampede, so they closed it. You cannot enter it. And uh, this is one tower I have seen, and the other one I have seen is the Leaning Tower of Pisa, which is. i think a few centuries later so any connection any inspiration anything you have to say about that okay so the first question uh, about my plans uh, like we also i have also been touch with various people who are working on this we have a forum called indian history and uh, research so where we are working on all these things trying to impress on the government and try to see where we can do bigger impact we are questioning we have even have a challenge So the whole world, we have built an alternative history, complete set history, and we have opened academic challenge, challenging the people, saying that there are a two crore prize given. Okay, to to come, anybody can come and challenge us. We have this data; they can openly challenge. I mean, uh, question us, and we can also debate with them. So these are also done by other other people who are in that group, not just by me. I mean, I am supporting them, and uh, so we are doing wherever is possible. Like this talk, this talk is one thing, but. i can also tell i am not the only person who is doing in this matter there are various people like for example in karnataka to reach the people in local language there is a person who works in government only he is part of uh, uh, this uh, um, indira gandhi open uh, indira gandhi uh, uh, center for art and uh, culture culture ministry so he is a epigraphist he has published a book called mihirakuli it is in local kannada language whatever i am explaining he has He has built it, and it is a top-running book in uh, Mizoram. So people in Karnataka they are reading it, and they are getting aware aware awareness all already. He is even better expert than me, and uh, he purely writes in Kannada because he is a epigraphist. He is a well-known epigraphist. He can look at the epigraph and tell you what it is. All these things he can read the script. So he has written the book. He has also given lot of evidence, uh, some more evidence. Uh, but I think uh, like I cannot dump uh, the huge material on normal people. so i am trying to explain wherever possible see the kind of help we need basically i see i am not so good in uh, hindi uh, to reach the hindi audience so we are looking for people who can translate or who can do this video in youtube and in hindi they can publish it so that this reaches large people i know english i know kannada i can talk and uh, regarding the pisa tower i have also visited pisa pisa tower pisa tower is in uh, italy It's a very small thing. It's uh, I mean, if you really see Kutub Minar and go and see Pisa, that is irrelevant <laughs> one monument. You see such Pisa kind of towers uh, in uh, throughout uh, southern temples. You see that the Garuda Kam Garuda pillar. I told you like there are many Garuda pillars which are grand thing than uh, Pisa tower. Pisa tower is famous only for two things. One is because it is constructed in marble, and uh, marble thing looks good. As you see, it's white and looks good. 
second thing is uh, because of that leaning thing i mean uh, leaning thing uh, yeah so otherwise there is no uh, thing and uh, this kind of pillars uh, became uh, popular because it started from india only because i told you like victory tower and uh, this started in uh, i'm i'm saying in mahabharata itself they have this serious uh, thing they have this pillar construction in fact it, the history goes even beyond that see we, earlier during uh, we have something called upastamba okay when uh, uh, during our rigvedic times when they do a yaga they were doing actually at the time there was no construction of temples they were doing grand yagas and they donating everything when they win war everything all the things they have collected they were doing an yagna and in the after the yagna they were distributing the thing wealth to the people in the yagna okay so to mark that they were they were putting a pillar called upastamba so this um, uh, culture begins from our vedic times okay so india is the originator of this pillar thing so obviously it has gone and everybody started following it and uh, i can say that uh, pisa tower is also because of the same thing okay <laughs> otherwise there is no other link <laughs> uh, yes uh, ramprasad ji there's a next question of mine uh, is actually with regard to the pillar itself the iron pillar now i recall that you mentioned during your talk that the pillar was actually taken from bengal is what your research indicates bengal right is what it's a bengal territory i'm bengal territory you. Yeah, it says Vistupada. It should be Gaya. Okay, so that. Ah, uh, Gaya. So that means more like uh, Madhya Pradesh is what is. Uh, uh, it's a uh, UP. I think UP are somewhere around that. Uh, or Bihar, that side. Yeah, Bihar. Is, that yeah. is where the evidence is uh, pointing to. Is what you are saying. Yeah. And there is is there clear evidence for that? Because again, this we were not taught. That's what I'm saying. We yeah, obviously, see. See, actually, Vishnu Pada Giri. Okay, Vishnu Pada. You know, I mean, in, in, we know wherever you ask anyone in the in India, Vishnu Pada means they show Gaya. Okay. Yes. So that is the evidence. And the second evidence is in the in the inscription of that iron pillar. They also talk about small hill. Okay, small hill on top of which this was constructed. And there is a small hill in Gaya also. And uh, why they were doing in Gaya also? I, I mean, I can explain you. There have a lot of material on that also. Why Gaya? See, our uh, Hindu Hindu. the in india the power moves to uh, uh, giri vraja giri giri vraja is our uh, uh, girna i mean uh, in uh, bihar we have uh, this uh, uh, it's called giri vraja in our traditional sculpture uh, the city name is giri vraja and that is our capital city not delhi okay <laughs> so delhi was constructed during mahabharata time for a different purpose and that is not the capital of india that is only for the mahabharata time even there is short period only because even yudhishthira after the war moves to uh, hastinavati yes. and hastinavati gets destroyed because of flood and then uh, the power continues uh, even at that mahabharata also this girivraja is basically near patna i mean uh, uh, i think today it is a buddhist monument But you see, it is a lot of Hindu monuments also. That is our capital city of India. So the power was there, and uh, there is a reason why it was Vishnu Pada Giri because that is also linked to that uh, like, uh, longitude and latitude linked to uh, important uh, point why it should be constructed there. So this iron pillar was also installed in uh, Gaya for a reason, and that is from where only they brought it. And in fact, if you really observe the iron pillar. there is a mark of cannon ball okay so there is a mm. cannon fired on this iron pillar so it was it was at that wherever it was there was a war happened 
and you don't see any war happening in uh, kutub minar area otherwise kutub minar would have damaged so this pillar should have been relocated from somewhere okay so that is the evidence um and another observation i wanted to make because the discussion was also interesting and i must uh, thank dr narendra singh ji also uh, for very important gyan on uh, meroli i'm living in delhi and actually pretty much in the indrest area itself so i didn't know about meroli's uh, origins one of that the other thing is uh, sir the point you mentioned about kandav um, breast and the thing is history books will try to obliterate all these things but when you talk to locals here they actually know they know these words kandav pradesh they'll know this and because of the certain foliage and all that that uh, many times you even have um, goat herds bringing their goats to dwarka region even now they bring them from rajasthan side or something like that because they are used to that root you know they 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 eat there so that's like a, a traditional thing that was one thing um, i wanted to share and the other thing was also this again sir you may be aware that the famous lakshagrah the lak palace that actually the remnants have been discovered again very close to delhi 90 kilometers away uh, around in bagpat in a uh, district of bagpat that's actually been very clearly found a lot of very exciting evidence has come out i think around 3 uh, years little before covid must be sometime in 2019 news reports were all over that they found that as well and also purana kila which i again happened to visit just before covid around about in 2019 so purana kila you will be happy to note a lot of good work is going on they've actually put up the plaques saying very clearly that this was you know the ancient uh, uh, indrapras and all that is it's written over there and a lot of work is going on also they mentioned so currently they are trying to sort of you know uh, scope out a lot of evidence uh, to show more so that is on a happy note that, that is happening as to how far it will progress we don't know no no i want to tell you because that is a important thing i forgot earlier so because you brought it up i wanted to tell you see we have given three important things we are demanding from government one is basically hoist national flag and kutub minar like if you go to paris you see national flag on eiffel tower and here in our delhi lot of visitors come and uh, kutub minar there should be a national flag on top of kutub minar to highlight in india to the foreigners or whoever is the visitors and also because that will bring back the purpose like the dwaja stambha or whatever like i told you like is the dwaja stambha the, the indian flag should be on top of on top of the kutub minar so and also we will claim that we have three conquered and we, this is exactly our victory so that is one thing second demand is basically very important thing like we are asking to move um, our aga uh, um, this uh, uh, prime minister's address from uh, red fort okay so red fort is not the right uh, place to give that talk historically they we are asking to move it to the purana kila okay and purana kila is very very important i i mean again it's coming back to my other talk actually i am proving that purana kila if you really see if you go and see it it is on the other end of rashtrapati bhavan exactly opposite to that so basically your rajpath links your world power center of purana kila to the new power center of rajpath that is how even britishers did it otherwise they should have been constructing our uh, mean uh, presidential palace on the banks of uh, bestrang the purana kila they should have constructed our Uh, viceroy palace there okay they don't destroy it because they want they know that that's a power center they wanted to draw power that is why rajpath is constructed for the new power center for rashtrapati bhavan okay and uh, if you go to europe you will see that all the major things palaces everything is on the bank of river bank so even delhi also typically their architecture is they are putting it our rashtrapati bhavan should have been in the place where purana kila is there they don't destroy it okay because britishers also believe in what i am saying they although they give wrong history to us 
internally they believe what i am saying <laughs> so and the third one is like there was a effort to change like the humayun tomb is there next to purana kila they were trying to make it huma like something also like a, 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 a park by muslim name we opposed it and now we have put up to the government and they changed it and now they are calling it indra prastha park so we are trying to bring it up so we are trying to say that you display whatever is possible there and let us start calling indra prastha and we are trying to bring and in fact i have another video also we have done concept video we are trying to put a monumental krishna statue next to purana kila in the bank of in the in, there is an island there actually in the uh, yamuna river and we wanted uh, krishna statue to be built there because krishna is the recognized person as the builder of this city indra prastha he is recognized in mahabharata itself mahabharata starts from first chapter sabha parva sabha parva says krishna is the founder of city so now you wherever you like in bangalore we are recognizing kempegoda as the founder of city and we have statue so in delhi typically founder statue should be krishna and krishna statue should be come there so we have a we have given a video of that of to show that uh, who is the founder what is the evidence why is statue should come where it should come everything we have given i, I mean i can explain in another talk otherwise this talk this discussion will, will go on and go on <laughs> so thank you so much for uh, your uh, you know valued insights and um, and uh, the painstaking efforts you've been making over the years so it's it's much appreciated and valued so just one point I, i'd like to make um uh, and uh, which is in support to the fact that uh, the afghans these afghans had nothing to do with uh, the the structure so uh, if we note uh, have noticed um, there are corridors running very close to qutub minar uh, the structure itself and these corridors are having pillars with motifs such as bell so which is uh, not common to uh, you know islamic structures so qutub uh, minar which is uh, which is i think 73 meters or 83 meters you just mentioned so it's 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 kind of conical so which is broader at base and uh, goes narrower as it 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 you know it increases in height so for such a structure to be supported the the foundation itself would have run into probably uh, equally deep and would have been much broader which means that the ground around kutumina would have been dug very deep to lay the foundations so if this structure was built by uh, these afghans uh, the the corridors which are running very close to the uh, the tower itself would have come at a later date and if these would have come at a later date they would uh, there was no possibility of these uh, you know pillars having these bell motifs so this is another point which i i, I had read somewhere so i thought for uh, for the uh, knowledge of everyone no for this motifs uh, bell motifs and all uh, they have masked it i mean uh, just to kill the question what they have put up like uh, they are saying no in the description also they have written there are 27 they even say they is not in the i mean hindu temples they say jain temples just to confuse so they are they are saying there are 27 jain temples which was destroyed and the material used for the construction of qutub minar so this is the story they have put up just to mask whatever these things will come up so they are accepting there are temples there 27 temples in fact it is hindu temples because the motifs are hindu i have photographs there ganesha is there so ganesha cannot be jain so it is definitely an hindu structure and uh, as you said this is a uh, basically a towering with the redu- reduced uh, diameter because, and also there is a needle on top because it should look like a needle because when uh, the shadow falls it is meant to be a needle indicating running like run like a clock 
so there is a reason for that so this is explainable everything is explainable it is not explainable from invaders perspective because there is no reason why they wanted to do like this <laughs> they don't even explain also even if you ask they don't explain 